tan 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 Hello ho ho and Merry Christmas. Tis I, a friend called Danny, a festive friend called Danny. And who's that over there? Me, Ryan, a festive little friend. Here we are on our first ever Christmas special. Good tidings to you and to you and your king. Yeah, for how many years did you think that was king? Because I thought that until like last year when I found out kin was what they were actually saying. Yeah, of course it was. Well, fair enough, but I didn't know that. But anyway, anyway, not it's not time for a little like tiny little ridiculous argument at the beginning of this most festive of podcasts. I hope you are all out there um, with your family and dun 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 dun, dun friends having a wonderful Christmas time as Ryan and I are. I sit here in the shadow of a Christmas tree looking at the baubles. Um, Ryan, I wish you would uh, pull your trousers back up. Ding dong, ding dong, it's Christmas. I made a joke like Ryan usually makes. No jokes here, mate, right? Very, very, very sensible today. No jokes today? What, the only time of year when it's appropriate to have a joke and you're abstaining? How dare you? I saw a terrible joke today. We went to see Santa and they had like loads of Christmas jokes about and you like you had to lift up this bit of bit of wood to see the answer underneath and there's lots of different Christmas ones. And there's one that wasn't really. Right. It wasn't at all and it made me angry because I was like, What are you doing here? <laughs> what was it? What's got four legs and can't walk? Already this sounds on dodgy ground, but go on. What has four legs and can't walk? Table. Well that's more of a haiku, isn't it? What's that doing on a festive trail? What's that doing there? What is that doing there? Well, let's. I'll see if I can beat that joke at some point in this um, in this podcast. I'm pretty sure just saying hello would do it, really. Um, yeah, yeah, we've done, done it, it already. Uh, what do we do here at the Friend Zone podcast? Shouldn't we say that? Well, we usually, Ryan, don't we? Look at the TV program Friends, have a little think about it, talk about it, and then kind of uh, ignore it and talk about almost anything else. Pretty much, mate, yeah. Yeah, because it's not just about watching Friends, this podcast. It's about being friends and 10 years worth of friendship. And that's what we like to welcome people into, don't we? We like to welcome people into our strange little family, our little unit here at the Friend Zone podcast where we talk about bullshit and think about Christmas and festivities. You'll have noticed that tingly, festive, joyous Christmas edition of our theme tune, um, and that was provided to us by Dom Lee, who is a short filmmaker and genius and expert, his most recent film being Fault Box. Um, it's a short drama film, and as part of it, he built the UK's largest cardboard box fort. Are you interested in that? Of course you are. Very, of course I am. Who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? Sounds like an episode of Community brought to life. I will definitely watch that, and I'll tell you for why. I looked at some of his work when I was trying to find out who, what genius had um, made this twinkly festive version of the Friends Zone, uh, the Friends um, TV theme, and um, the first thing I found was a video of the place I have worked for the last five years. Uh, painting no. and um uh, it was it but it's a really beautifully produced video that does not look like it's shot in paint i recognized it because i'm infinitely familiar with it intimately and infinitely familiar with it but um yes so that's the work of dom lee and you can go to uh, www.domlee.co.uk um and you'll find some links to his stuff there. He's also got loads of stuff up on Vimeo. But uh, we'll we'll chuck a link up on our Facebook. So um, do travel there and see what we're up to. And um, give him some love because he deserves it. It is lovely, isn't it? It's just nice, isn't it? It's just nice. And I'll tell you what else is just nice. Christmas. Before we get into the meat of talking about this um, 
spoilers, I think, quite reasonable episode of Friends. Uh, how the flip have you been, sir? I lost my watch. You did lose your watch, didn't you? And it wasn't up a turkey's arse. Where was it? No idea. That's because it's, it's lost, isn't it? That's one of the places that you can rule it out, though, isn't it? It's probably not up a turkey's arse because you wouldn't get near enough a bird to have that happen. True. It's one of the places I wouldn't look, though. So if someone put it there, never to be found. That would be quite a good... um, That would be quite a good 8th or ninth Home Alone film, wouldn't it? Burglars who hide things in poultry, in living (laughs) poultry. Kevin McAllister has moved to a farm. Farm Alone. Farm Alone, yes, like that. Or it could be called... No, Farm Alone's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, no, yeah, no takers on that one. I can't do any better than that. Didn't really stretch it that far, did I? Really? Didn't really use much of imagination. Just changed home to farm. I don't even think it me, you know, makes sense. Farm Alone. It's just about a lonely farmer. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but it is actually perfect at the same time. Because um, the first one, you're alone in a... F- yeah, where you are alone is the thing that is at the beginning. So, yeah, if it was zoo, zoo alone, that would work as well. Do you know what you get if a dinosaur kicked you? Dinosaur ass? A megasaur ass. Oh, a megasaur ass. That's not bad. That's not bad. I was quite close to it, though, wasn't I? You were. You were. I'm always thinking you're going to get them, to be honest. But I never have, though. Isn't that interesting? And yet we both still think that I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can do anything. Whoa, well, that's kind. Right, isn't it? hone it down. Back to Christmas. It's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Ryan. Yes, mate. What kind of cars do elves drive? What kind of cars? Yeah. Um, minis. That's better than what I've got. It's toy otters. Okay. It's not good, is it? Now, how does this feel to hear a joke? That isn't funny, <laughs> because I've had 10 months of this. <laughs> uh, what do snowmen call their kids? Snowmen call their kids yeah. snow cubs. I mean, that's very strange, because that means that you think that snowmen are like a species of animals akin to bears. No, it's chill, Dren. Oh, come on. Well... <laughs> love it why what do you call a bankrupt santa no that's stupid that's rubbish well it was Ooh. santa nickel less but that only works if you're american i'll tell you what wasn't very festive gone i came over from work the other day and saw all the doors were open and everything was taken yeah who would do that to an advent calendar <laughs> Wait, hang on. All the doors were open and nothing was taken. Everything was taken. Everything was taken. I hate to tell you this, but I've eaten all of my... um... Here's a ridiculous thing that's happened, right? I got... I went mad this year and I brought a (laughs) ludicrously expensive advent calendar that was £6.50 and that was 50% off, Ryan. Wow. I was about to say there's more expensive ones, like tenner, 12 quid. 
No, this one was 12 quid. And it wasn't like a boozy calendar, because you kind of understand why they're so expensive. And it wasn't an Airwick candle calendar. And it wasn't a bloody... And other candles are available. And it wasn't like anything special. It wasn't a cheese. Can make sense too, but you have to keep it in the fridge. Otherwise, I'd have brought that. Did you like open all of it, get the chocolate well, out and put it on the table and think, I've paid that amount of money for that amount of chocolate yeah I, I felt like a silly goose i tell you why i thought it was a good deal because 50 percent off sounds great doesn't it but if it's if it costs nine times more than it should to begin with you haven't saved any money the um i thought the chocolate tasted no better than the cheap chocolate that you would get in a um in a uh, easter you know the famous cheap and expensive chocolate uh, low quality chocolate that you get it tasted the same to my palate for me it was um not worth the money let's put that mildly and um i think they should do a, a mockalette advent calendar they should do a what my precious love a mockalette advent calendar oh that's a great idea and maybe um put in some fishtacios as well so speaking of mockalette um, friend of mine. I propose that at this holy time of year we ignore the Bible and we just tell everyone what happened ourselves. Now usually Ryan and I would consult in his Bible but I don't want to do that this this week. Good. Yeah. What, why use the Bible at Christmas? Well exactly. That's what I thought it might be a bit sacrilegious so I thought let's not do it. It's a bit of a Bible everybody knows. <laughs> well this is the Christmas special that we're talking about. Speaking of the greatest story ever told. I'm not talking about a little boy in a manger, mate. I'm not talking about a child in a manger next to some sheep. A Phoebe who wants a relationship with her father so deeply. I'm also talking about Rachel still angry with Ross. I'm also talking about um, some bad jokes about brownies and talking about slinkies and talking about, well... On three, can we, in one word, say what the most important thing that happened in this episode was? In one word, sum it up with the word that's most relevant. So on three, three, two, one, Gunther, you're a dickhead. Gunther has his first line in this episode. The only note I made from this episode yeah. was Gunther. <laughs> so you did manage to play along with my game just several weeks earlier when you were making those notes yeah that is the only thing that's important and may i tell you this i've been for weeks for months even i've been every time you brought up gunther's first line i've thought that it happened in season four no way i think gunther started talking till season four that's why i've been saying oh um oh don't get your hopes up and things like that and sort of hinting that it was ages so this was a surprise to me I'll it's not the first time we've heard his name, is it? I thought that as soon as he said Gunther, to, like as in towards no, him. I think you've told me. I kind of thought, oh, is he now named him? Is he now officially a named person? I think I think you told me that he was called Gunther, that he was credited as Gunther. I don't know if I would have known anything like that. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's... Um, I'll have a pair of legs on him. He's got some real pins there, hasn't he? He's literally a ghost. What do you mean? He's the palest person in the world, <laughs> isn't he? Do you see his bare legs, do you, in that episode? Yeah, when he's in my hot apartment. Yeah. In his little shorts. Oh, I don't remember him. Then. Looks like a skeleton. He's, it looks like he's rocked up as a Hawaiian skeleton. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't know that, mate. I, I always miss him when he's, in, um, when he's outside of his normal um, surroundings. <laughs> yeah. 
I think, or something. It's a one word. And he has a name, he has a line. Let's see how long it takes for him to pipe up again. We've also got another appearance from our beloved... Hanny, Hanny, Han, Hannigan. Ha, ha. Is it Mike Hannigan? Oh, Mike Hannigan, you're funny. You're More funny. brilliance. More brilliance oh, in this episode. More brilliance and genius. So Rachel's still angry. What What I'd like to do, Ryan, is I'd like to distill this last episode into its main points, which are, number one, tipping. I'd like to ask you questions about tipping. Do it. I'd like to point out some things. So the, okay. the general gist of this episode, let's quickly do that. The general gist is it's Christmas time in Friends. That subject is not very thoroughly explored, but it is the Christmas episode of them as it is the Christmas episode of us. Phoebe goes to discover her father. Um, we see her nan, which up until now we've been hearing lots about her having sex with her boyfriend and things like that. I believe this is the nan who Phoebe later says that's why you're in hell about, which is a bit dark, isn't it? But A bit, yeah. We can talk about crappy last minute gift buying. Nice. Because when I was a crappy last minute gift buyer, it was when I was in Truro with you. Um, and that and that, those are my main points that I'd like to talk about. So that's pretty much all that happens. Um, Rachel and Ross are still on the rocks. Uh, Ross does have too much gel in his hair, I would say. Um, ah, yeah. These are the three things I'd like to ask you about. Okay. The two things I just mentioned, plus... Yeah, say basil, basil, basil. Why would you basil? Why would you? Had a weird mistletoe situation today. Oh yeah, what misel misel tui? Uh, mistletoric. <laughs> that was just made up. We were walking under. There was one underneath an archway in the gardens. Yeah, where we saw Santa. This old bloke walked towards, and he was kind of lingering. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Uh, just so he could go mistletoe there, but I guess I'm pushing me like an eye. <laughs> That's funny. And I was just kind of, you know, I was like, I don't know whether to joke back or just laugh it off. But I was like, do I go and try and kiss him? Definitely not. Would it be funny? It would be funny. I'm glad you didn't do it, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, God bless him for for that hilarious joke. Yeah, he did say, I don't know how long he'd been there. I, I think he'd been going back every day that week just to ensure that someone was there. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever non-ironically and genuinely utilised the mistletoe to get a kiss? And bear in mind that I will judge you for being creepy if that, if you do. No. Good, neither have I. No, go on, ask me some questions. Yeah, well, can we also say this is the first appearance of Gladys? Is it? Yeah, she's wearing a red top, so it's not actually Gladys, but it's almost identical to Gladys, apart from the fact she's wearing a red top. So the creepy, ugly painting gets a zoom in uh, in this episode, and this is years before she comes back as Gladys. Mad, okay. So it's a like great that. bit of foreshadowing. This is what this is what I'm always saying. Friends pay such attention to these weird things, and then for, um, birthdays are so strange. How can you forget mm. something that could be written on a post-it and put up on a wall? I don't get it. Just, yeah, you have the characters up on a wall, important information about them. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Number one, birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here's here's my other question for you then. Tipping. What do you feel about tipping? Well, tipping's a new world to me within the last two years. Yeah. Because I didn't really know much about it, but now I am receiver of the tips. You're in a tip position. How would you feel if you were tipped cookies or food? I, the tip variety I get is booze, food, money, and in and that's probably in the order, reversed order of how much you like them. Is it? I appreciate anything. Yeah, but you've got to like money more. 
Money's good. You can't like money Money's more good. simply because money could money is a voucher to get your son anything he wants, whereas a bottle of wine is just wine. Yeah, I mean, but the the booze side of things. If it's a few bottles of beer, I'll keep it. Yeah. Have one every now and again from cooking in the evening or whatever. Lovely bottle of wine. We ain't drinkers. We've got bottles of wine from we we're given on our wedding on top of a fridge. Yeah, I've you know. I've got a bottle of my of wine that I was given last Christmas by my previous work that I don't drink wine, so it's still here. Um, and uh, food, we yeah, I opened up a box of biscuit box of biscuits I was talking about earlier. Oh yeah, opened up a box, had some, and I thought oh, I'm not gonna eat them all, and they're gonna go manky by the time I want to. I would never think to tip my postman. It would never occur to me to tip my postman. I wouldn't yeah, even know is. how to do it, mate. I wouldn't even know how to do it. How do you tip someone who lives outside in the air? Some people leave a notice on their door saying, postman, please knock. Oh, right. Some people literally would just stick an envelope to their door saying postman on it. Yeah. Which, I mean, depends where you live. These are quite rural places. Some people will literally see you going to deliver, run out and grab you. and Say, oh, wait there, wait there, wait there. Wow. What percentage of people would you say actually do tip you? Um, in some if form. I was on my original round, say four hundred and fifty houses. Yeah, I'd say ten percent wow. at most. Okay, that's good most. because we'll have some some form of card to gift kind of something. That's good because I worried that I was being a bastard, but it would no. never. I would never even cross my mind. I d- I've never met my postman. I don't know what he looks like. Um, if anything, I don't like him very much. There we are. Just because because he doesn't knock when I'm in. Uh, and people always moan about this, and I have no idea. The best thing in the world is getting a parcel out of a bloody bag and just getting rid of it. Yeah, so you, don't, you don't have to faff around. It's not in the way. You're not carrying it. You don't have to worry about it when you get back to the office. Just get it gone. Is it because some postmen are like, oh, God, I'm going to have to leave it with the neighbour or I'm going to have to put it over the back wall. What a faff. I'll just put it in my bag. I would rather scale a wall than leave a note. Well, you are a king amongst postmen because because that thing like is so inconveniencing. It's literally a day ruiner for who you're doing it to. Not you, but for for whoever is doing that. That is literally a day ruiner. Mm. And so I don't know why they would do it because it makes you hate your postman. Scan doorbell and knock. Wait. Then I'll get a slip out. Doorbell knock, and then I'll write it out. And if it still haven't answered, the slip goes in. And if it's rural, they even get a van toot if it's a parcel. Oh, wow. Before I even get out of the van. Go, doo, 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 doo. Oh, wow. I'll get out of the van and sometimes go up the door when I get there. Oh, nice. Boom. Quick. Done. Thanks for coming. See you later. What is your advice for people to deal with this most heinous of crimes? Would you have said that um, the most effective way of treating it would be um, would be what? What do you think is the best? Would you say to people... I'd say if it's a common thing and you're definitely in and you know your parcel's coming... Leave a little note on the door saying, Postman, please knock, I'm in. I was just going to say, do Postman not look at that, roll their eyes and walk off? Why would they? Well, why, I'd be like, why wouldn't fantastic. they deliver post? There's somebody here. Brilliant. He, I, I still don't get what the motivation for not delivering it is. Or do I, mate? But I don't know anyone that does. Because I'd always, I never leave a note because I'd always presume that that's more work for the Postman and that they're going to be like, oh. It's a pain in the ass right? I know things up. 
Yeah, is it? Yeah. Especially if it's raining or it's windy. Oh, pen won't work. The things are all soggy. <laughs> God. Maybe it is. The more I think about it, the, the less it makes sense. Maybe it is an urban legend. Maybe it doesn't happen. And maybe that time. Maybe. Maybe you just didn't hear him knock. That is possible. I am half deaf. And half the time, people are like, I honestly, I was home. I saw him write his slip out, yeah. pull it through the door, and he like went, go down and open the door then. <laughs> well, yeah. Just, just stand there and go, oh my God, look what's happening. Look what's happened. Look what he's doing. Oh my <laughs> God, look what he's doing. Stop looking, go downstairs and say, I'm here, and take the parcel and stop moaning about that, it. There is, there is some truth to that, because I, I think there was an element of me that wanted him to fuck me over. So I think I sort of did want it to go. I wanted oh to God, be able to. This happens. Yeah, yeah, to complain about it, um, which is very British because sometimes mm. the only, the only salvation about the fact that you're being badly screwed over is that you know that you're going to be able to complain about it at dinner parties for the next ten years. I think I think there is something in that. I've heard people as well complaining. Yeah. Because, oh my God, I can't believe a postman. And he left a parcel in our bin. Like it wasn't bin day, blah, 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 blah. Ooh. And then another time, the same person's moaning, saying, I can't believe I didn't leave our parcel. The bin's right there. <laughs> I think you do a beautiful job. And um, and thank you very much. The um, I don't tip, though. I don't tip. The only tip I'd say you, could, you should give him is to knock on the door. Tip of my penis. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, well, what it is, is... um. Uh, I think rotten systems don't change if you prop them up. And part of the like in America, the only reason that Americans that American employers get away with charging with um, paying their um, uh, wait staff so little is because their salaries are augmented with tips. Mm. Uh, so in America, it's become not quite law but social but certainly socially unacceptable not to tip people so the mm. burden of paying for staff that you're not employing you're basically paying for those staff twice and that isn't fair on any level but you can't you also can't take that money away from the wait staff because that also isn't fair so you're in an impossible situation and the only people who could fix it are the employers they don't need to make profit every year they could they can rest a year or two, that's fine. They can make less this year than they did last year, that's fine. They won't go out of business. They should, they'll just have to be better and then they'll make the same amount of money. Um, yeah. In my humble opinion. So yeah, so I don't tip if I can avoid it um, unless it's in somewhere like America because I appreciate that those people have mouths to feed and that mm. you can't When tip. we went to America, we're very, very clear that we should tip out when, you know, all the time really. Yeah, did you go with 10%? Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will oft. I will most. I will actually tip quite a lot in England. So I don't know why I'm implying I don't tip. But I. I feel totally free not to if the service wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, we've generally if we have a meal or something, and which is rare now, at like a nice restaurant, it'll be like a tip sort of thing. We leave a bit of change or something on the in the tin. Yeah. Right. That you know that sort of service, but yeah. That the, there's a, a weird thing at the moment I've noticed in shops where I think I've complained about this before, but it certainly won't stop me from complaining about it again. Where um, you you go into a shop, and when the shopkeeper has finished serving with you, they will look away from you, 
and start serving the next person. And that's how you know that, it, that it's done. Now, I'll sometimes get a petty revenge and I will interrupt the next sale. I'll lean over and go, excuse me, where's my receipt? Which I know is really passive aggressive and rude, but I'm just making the point that you didn't ask me if I wanted a receipt. You didn't say bye. You didn't say thanks, that's all done for you. You didn't indicate in any way that the sale was finished. So the sale isn't finished. And guess what? I'm coming back now. I'm coming back. <laughs> We're going to finish this sale. I'm going to get, I didn't want a receipt, but I'm having one. I can't help but feel sometimes that, that the whole, that the, that everything in society is breaking down to the point where people, people used to be fake polite. And now they're not even fake polite. So I preferred, I don't like insincerity, but I preferred fake polite to real rude. Mm. Yeah, I prefer that. It's, it'll, it's, but then I'd just get on with it if I had it the other way. And does it not, does it not boil your skin when that happens to you and you go into a shop and someone's rude? Because it stays with me for days sometimes. Days, I just remember. I'm still upset about that um, South African guy being horrible to me in in the summer. (laughs) Rude man. Horrible rude man. (laughs) And I still do sometimes get sad about that. You get sad about it, mate. Just feel sorry for someone who asks. Do you think it's important to? I can't help it, can I, mate? I'm a bit, I'm a bit permeable. I can't. You're broken. You got my demons. You got my devils. I got the devils. Last night it was. You're gonna be responsible for someone choking in their sleep. Diddly dee. Good luck going to sleep. It's two a.m. Bop bop. Biddly boop. And tonight it will be. There's a South African man out in the world and he doesn't like you whatsoever. Could he be called Phil or Jerome? He's probably actually called Trevor. African man, African man, he has a slightly African plan to hate you, hate you, and commiserate you. He's an African man. Cue cutter. You gotta love him. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta love him. Oh. What's your secret? How do you manage to shake these things off? I'd like to be more like that, really. So if someone walked up to you in the street and went, you're an ugly and walked off, would there be any element of you that put yourself in a mirror the next time you're alone and go and, and a single tear and go, maybe he's right. Maybe there is something the matter with me. No, nah, I'll probably just think, ah, oh, mate, I've got more than you have. Whatever. That would be really nice. I'll just think, he's got nothing going in his life, but that was important to him. If it helps his get on with his day a little bit better, whatever. I definitely have come round to the idea that every horrible person is actually a sensitive person who was just much that they've become a walking open. So um, they've been so um, injured by life that they're, they become like a, a wounded animal, like all defensive and like snarly and attacky. There are some people out there who hate me because I'm the rudest person on planet Earth. When I'm angry. You're in one of your moods. You're just a fucking nightmare. Well, working on it, aren't I? You are. You're doing really well. Thanks, mate. You've been very instrumental in that. You've been very kind in shepherding me through the darkness. Not very funny, though, is it? (laughs) Not a great topic for a comedy podcast, which is what this allegedly is. (laughs) We've been going for ages. We have been going for ages, haven't we? What's this, episode 42? Yeah. 42, the Christmas poo. (laughs) Um... Would you like to hear something comforting? Yes, please. We will soon have, or we'll soon be having, the shortest day. So we're out of the woods. <gasps> That's nice. By Christmas, by Christmas Day, the um, the shortest day was almost a week ago. That's nice. So days are getting longer. But still, 
doesn't mean we're not it's not winter and it's not storming it's not wet and windy and i'm not hating it this is true and if, if anything actually mate everyone always thinks of christmas as the end of winter and the start of the new year but it's not really because uh winter hasn't really begun it's going to get so much colder before it gets warmer winter the is coldest coming. month is february i think mate only four months ago it was snowing yeah very is that right no no <laughs> <laughs> but four months from now was when it was snowing <gasps> March, it was March. Yeah, three months. Um, f- as a Christmas gift to you, can I try and make up a joke? Yeah, please. What, just on the spot right. now? Yeah. Can I give you any help? Yeah. Um, the uh, punchline needs to be, piece of cake. As good as a punchline goes, that. Yeah. There's two bakers in a bakery. One says to the other, um, I bet you can't, I bet you can't bake me a, a wife. And the baker says, bet you I can. And he says, all right, bake me a, a wife. So the baker number two, who is baking the wife, says, all right, I will. That's preparing everything. Mm. And um, the other baker goes, uh, waits outside, has a cigarette. Um, he's thinking about his shopping, what he's going to do shopping the next day with the butcher. He's going to go and see the butcher. And then after that, the candlestick maker he comes back in his wife has been finished and and she's cooling on a cooling rack and he goes over to her and he goes i can't believe the detail you've put into this wife she looks amazing you've got a right down to her eyelashes um even her um <laughs> cakey even her cakey tw- is <laughs> is perfect uh to every detail um that must have been so hard. So how did you do it? Um, in fact, <laughs> in fact, have you even managed to bake a... a, a and he goes, oh, yeah. the shortest day. It was a piece of cake. <laughs> What's wrong with that joke? That's brilliant. <laughs> What's wrong with that joke? It took about five months. Right, all right. Give me another punchline. I'll give you a quicker one. I don't want to do it to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, it's Christmas. I can't. I can't. Yeah, this is punishment. One more, one more. Um, Schindler's List. All right. Not, not. Who's that? Schindler's List. Merry Christmas. Fuck telling me. I have to do a free say. It's hard to be... <laughs> hard to be funny. <laughs> well, that is the very end of our Christmas special. Has it been special, Ryan? think so yeah it started special didn't it with that lovely theme we covered christmasy things it's been full of christmasy things we've timed this really well actually because this is coming out more or less when it was originally broadcast which is what oh. we always wanted to happen and talking of christmasy things yes you when you yeah. say just an offhand little like joke that everyone knows but you hit one person that's never heard it before and they find it really funny for ages okay go on postman at work always off yeah. sick all right you know it's obviously always off sick yeah. Christmas comes back week before just yeah. to get tips, right? Talking about him, I was like, "Yeah, oh, he's still off, is he? Oh, he's still got a classic case of tinselitis <laughs> like that." This old bloke found it hilarious. Do you know to the extent where like be half an yeah. hour pass and you just see him standing there going <laughs> tinselitis, <laughs> uh, just saying it back to himself. Yeah. It's I is 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 there something to get there? Is it supposed to sound like something? Well, tinselitis. Yeah. Yeah, like tonsillitis. Oh, I thought it was tinnitus. 
Oh my god, tonsillitis. Fucking hell. I don't have tonsils, that's why. You know this, don't look like you don't know that. I don't have tonsils, so I wouldn't think of them. I don't have a vagina, I still don't, I've still heard of one. <laughs> yeah, but I've I've never had tonsils for my to my memory, so they're just not a part of my body. I haven't had a vagina. <laughs> yeah, only because he had it taken off. The um the tonsillitis, that's actually good, isn't it? That's good. You not heard no. of it? Oh of course God. I didn't. I honestly thought it was tinnitus because I thought you were just putting itis at the end of a word, which is what people often do when they're trying to make up the name of an illness. He's got cricketitis. He loves watching cricket. Bloody cricketitis he's got. Oh, he's got footballitis. He can't come in. He's got FIFAitis. He's playing FIFA. I've got. A, I've got a. I've made a sad dog out of fruits. He's a melancholy. <gasps> That's a great joke. That's a great joke. That's good, isn't it? I've heard it before. Well. Merry Christmas, everybody. You're our friends. You've been our friends. And we're your friends, too. Goodbye. Goodbye and Merry Christmas from the Friends Zone podcast. I'm a festive friend called Dan. And I am a festive friend called Ryan. Oh, God bless us. Everyone. <laughs>